What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name's Corey. My name is Alex. And today we have our neighbors playing super loud music. <laughs> Yay! Yay for... So if you hear amazing Puerto Rican music in the background, <laughs> it's because our we live next to a barbershop. And they are literally outside playing dominoes with a car blasting Puerto Rican music, mm-hmm. which I'm not even mad at. I kind of mm. dig it. Yeah. Um, Just maybe really, not when we're recording a podcast well, I mean, you're even, trying to go to bed. Even then, it's kind of low. But, uh, yeah. you know, now we have like a little background track. It's totally cool. Mm-hmm. I do love coming home and seeing people playing dominoes outside. And most yeah. of them, for the most part, are wearing masks, which yeah. I appreciate. I'd, I'd say like... 60, 40, <clears throat> 60 of them are not wearing masks. 70% 40. of the time, there's 50% of the people wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's what's not that, all What's that Anchorman quote? Um, it works 100, uh, 70, it works yeah. 100% of the time, 70%, 70% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very good. Oh my gosh, Jude, you're so cute with your little half eye closed. Oh, you look like a pirate. Aww, oh, poor Jude. little winky, winky boy. Oh. Well, you know, guys, after the last couple of podcasts, um, we really tackled some heavy subject matter, and we thought that we would uh, come together today and just kind of keep it light, have some fun, um, talk about what we've been up to, and just kind of shoot the shit. So uh, we have a couple of things we want to talk about, but before that, Alex, what is your Wednesday wisdom? My Wednesday wisdom is to remember that... Everyone is dealing with this pandemic differently Mm. and to not, Jude, come on, Um, to not judge people for handling it differently than you Um, because you don't know what they've been through and what they're doing. For example, I think there's, there is a lot of, and, and like asterisk caveat, there's a lot of judgment around people not wearing masks, wearing masks, being in a group setting with a mask, not with a mask. And um, I am, we are both firm believers in wearing a mask and we believe that wearing a mask is going to help slow <laughs> slash stop the spread of this virus. Yep. Um, but when you're out in public you don't know what other people's experience has been. Right. Um, Maybe they've already had COVID, you know? Well, for example, we have kind of quarantined ourselves with my sister, her boyfriend, and my cousin. And um, all live in New York together. And um, we were at the park. We got bagels and went to the park the other day. And the five of us were sitting in a circle and, you know, sans masks because we've all kind of quarantined together and I've been together at least like every other day almost yeah and I was thinking outside people might be judging us Mm -hmm. for not wearing our masks but they don't know what we've been what we've been doing and I found myself I was waiting um I don't remember where I was but I was waiting to meet maybe I was, I was probably waiting to meet my sister and I saw these two younger like teenager girls come up and they both had masks on and um, one of them was or no one had a mask one didn't one was drinking like an iced coffee mm-hmm. and she handed it to her friend her friend pulled her mask down to like take a sip of it and then put her mask back up and like handed it back right like and that's ju- kind of defeats the purpose <laughs> yeah i'm like whoa wait you're like really sharing germs yeah but and, we do that you and i do that well, they could yeah, have been sisters exactly you don't know. exactly and my i had that initial like judgment type like what, what's ladies come on but i don't know they could be sisters they could you know i, I we don't know what their story is so um there, there is a lot of judgment going around for people not wearing a mask, mm. and um, I am all. F- I'm not. It's not like I'm saying like, you know, don't ask people to wear masks because when you know you're going into a public space people or you're in more of a public yeah. place, you definitely need to be wearing a mask. But when you're more isolated or in a more like private-ish setting, <clears throat> you don't know what people are going through. Um, so just being a little bit more careful on um, and quick to judge people. Yeah, and everyone's kind of judging the risks on their own, you know. And, yeah. And we really don't know a there whole lot no about right this way. disease. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like people are taking calculated risks. Yeah. Now there are there are like 
you know, two 20-somethings, or in our case, 30-somethings, uh, we're probably on the outer skirts of being safe. Uh, yeah. Because we're young and relatively healthy. Yeah. But, but it would be we irresponsible. Could still be carriers. Right. It would we be irresponsible still... for us to like walk into a situation with two of like with our parents not wear a mask, you know, yeah. or even be around them, which we're kind of dealing with, and we can talk a little bit about that as well. But yeah, I think that's a really good point, and also just like in life in general, if you can just treat everyone as if they're all, like battling their own little war. Yeah. You're probably going to have a whole lot more empathy. Do you find yourself having more empathy for people when yeah. you think that way? Yeah, totally. And I I think because, because, not I think, I know, because there is so much internal um, fight in the United States about wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, like it's my freedom to not wear a mask. I think there there is so much judgment, judgmental energy mm. around yeah. it. So and virtue signaling and yeah, yeah. Um, and there is no, you know, we, there is no right way. We don't know. Yeah. Be, um, I was listening to the daily podcast that's put out by the New York times, uh, like two weeks ago, maybe. And they, I can't remember who their guest was. Um, but it was like, their like quote unquote, like health expert. Um, and he was saying, even if you're outside six feet apart, you still need to be wearing a mask if you haven't been quarantined with yeah, these people. They're like infectious disease guy. Yeah. You know? So he had had a picnic, an outdoor social distancing picnic. Yeah. And he was telling everyone to wear a mask, even yeah. if they were like sharing foods and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, it's, it's, it's really tricky. And so my gym um, in Brooklyn has started teaching what they're calling curbside classes. So we're working out outside and we keep people six feet apart. And I tell them, I tell my students, you know, the mask is up to you if you're working out. Um, you know, I want you to feel as comfortable as possible. And if you feel uncomfortable because people around you aren't wearing a mask, you know, tell me mm. and I will enforce others to wear a mask. You know, I want everyone to feel safe. And I... I worry, like, are we even doing the right thing? But, you know, people are eating outside, so why can't we, you know, people are working out together in the park outside. What's the difference? Like, yeah. It's just, it, there's so much questions and Dude, there's so much unknown. I know. And so like, just being careful about quicking, quick to judge. Yeah. And my... I, Dude, I know it seems like we've been in this pandemic for a long time, which we, relatively speaking, we have, but we also have. we have not been mm-hmm. in it for that long and so mm-hmm. like we are all as a collective humanity still trying to figure out what is the best way to do this some places are doing better than others they're kind of most places are most doing places are doing us. better than the u.s <laughs> u.s is abysmal um uh, only because yeah we i that could yeah. go on that forever yeah anyways that's a great piece of advice thank you i love that what's your wednesday um, wisdom? my wednesday wisdom is i be, i feel like i've done this before but uh sometimes it's okay to unplug Um, we went away this weekend and got some alone time, which was amazing. And I found myself and I always, this always happens when we leave from like a little getaway. I like just am hit with this like huge wave of anxiety, which I wish I could find a way to quell, but I think it just comes with owning a business. And I'm like fucking like freaking out. And I was like, my plan was well, to like. I think it comes with being a human. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And my plan was like, get in the car and like, I'm going to work in the car. I'm going to have my computer and I'll work all the way home. We have all this time. It was a long like drive. And I just was like, no, you know what? I want to, I'm going to relax. I'm not going to get, I'm going to get way more done by just relaxing and being present and really hitting it tomorrow. than I'm going to get anything done here. It's just a waste of time. Yeah. Which was like a good self-assessment because I went into work the following day and banged literally everything out I needed to get done. And I was good. like, what a great lesson in um, yeah. in in forgiving unfinished work like, mm-hmm. and just being able to let it go. Um, yeah. Because like at the end of the day, nothing really matters. Like yeah. it's all just work and it's not going to matter in 10 years. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. Allow yourself to unplug and like truly be present and unplug. And we got Taco Bell on the way home and it was amazing. Um, you got Taco Bell on the way home. Yeah, I got Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, but yeah, my Wednesday wisdom. Don't be afraid to unplug. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. And we'll just go right into it. Yeah. Um, I, I knew going into it that I was not going to do a lick of work. I didn't 
I didn't even bring my computer. I forgot my charger. That's how much I was already like unplugged before yeah. we started. Yeah. Um, I knew that I was going to delete Instagram. I set up my email vacation notice notices with my cell phone number. So if there was, you know, a real emergency with, and being that I'm a slightly unemployed right now, I knew there would not be any emergencies. Um, but um, if anyone needed me, they could reach out to me. And so having that comfort of knowing that, Everyone who's emailing me right now knows that they will. I will not be responding. Yeah, it it's it's, powerful. Re- it's really nice, and I'm really glad that I deleted the app because without even thinking about it, there was one time that I and this is how I know I'm like hopelessly ha- hashtag addicted. addicted. Yeah. Um, I there was a moment where I think we we were looking at like potential hikes to go on, and I. Went for the Instagram app? I, yeah, I just went for it. And I knew that if I, I thought, thank goodness I deleted it because if I hadn't, <clears> I would have been sucked in. And yeah. it was really, really nice. I barely looked at my phone. I took two pictures. I took one picture on your phone. Yeah. And it just was really, really nice. And I had no worry. I think sometimes when people go on vacation, those who are you know more bloggers or quote-unquote like influencers or whatnot – I have had this thought before of like, Ooh, I'll get like good content for like photos and whatnot. And I just was really happy to not have to just not do any of it. And it was really nice. And And we did a whole lot of nothing. We did. Yeah. Which was great. Um, We we arrived around four and there was a pool in the backyard and almost immediately went swimming. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that water, it was just perfect. This huge open, plot of land and flew the drone thank goodness for um airbnb being so cheap right now <laughs> yeah it was great yeah yeah it really was great um yeah i really enjoyed that as well like getting there and just like putting the bags down eating a bunch of good food relaxing not having you know a yeah. whole lot of stress was and it was also really nice to go grocery shopping before we didn't have to worry about it we knew we planned out our meals ahead of time we knew exactly what we were going to be eating and it just was like just an extra... Dude, we did nothing. We got there, we ate, we fell asleep, we woke up, we ate, we went on a hike. Then we... Yeah, and then we just <clears throat> went back to the house and thank goodness that place had a pool because we were both so hot and just dying to get in yeah. water. And it was really nice to... I originally wanted to find like a lake or a river or something, but it was nice. To, and as, I, as much as I would have preferred to be in natural water, it, yeah. was, it was really nice to have like as our friends across the pond say, privacy. Privacy, yeah. No, it was great. I mean, the property was beautiful. It was a huge, sprawling private place, which yeah. was like, awesome. Also, when we went out to go look at stars at night, I thought to myself, I've always envisioned and like hoped to have a place like in the middle of nowhere. And when I was out there for a split second by myself, and like no lights around me, I thought, oh no, I could not do that. Really? You think it was so? creepy AF. Why was it creepy? Because you don't know because what's around I you. I had no idea what and the way this place was set up was there was just like a thick like tree line like forest so you around. You can't see what's coming from outside. Can't see what's coming. It was so dark and I and then I also thought like, oh moy. Oh oh moy. Oh moy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy, I've really um adjusted to city life. <laughs> yeah. I mean there is something kind of super safe about being in New York in terms of like when you go there's out always there's someone always around. someone around to be a witness or see something. When you're out there you are alone. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like when I imagine my like ideal situation, it's like on a plot of land surrounded by trees and with some yeah. kind of water feature, which would be amazing. Oh yeah. But I you know, maybe someday. Yeah. Um, there is something beautiful about country living, but I mean, every time I, this always happens when I go out like to when I'm filming in like these exotic locations, like exotic, they're not exotic, <laughs> but just like places that are like kind of obscure and yeah. like out of the middle of nowhere. I'm always like, oh, God, nature's so amazing, and this is so great. Why do I live in this city? This is so dumb. And then, like, I'm there for a couple days, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if I could do this. There's, like, you got to drive so far to get anywhere, and you got to have it. It's just, like, 
I mean, I want to be in nature, but I don't want to be... I need to in, be near people. <laughs> I don't want to be so far removed that it's, you know, a trek to get somewhere. Right. Unless it's what we did, like a vacation home where yeah. I can... But to have my permanent like space there, that would be yeah, that'd be tough. It would be tough. And so I feel I'm like sure I would you know, there's got to be value in like if you can afford having a like a second home that you can like rent out, having like somewhere out in the middle of nowhere so you can like go and you know relax yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Someday. But um, I wanted to touch on something you said in your. I can't get any closer. My no, mouth I is was trying to get you away from it. Oh well, you. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was trying to say, I should have said push it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned um, for your Wednesday was I'm like the benefic- the benefits of unplugging. And um, I- I'm-, I'm very thankful and I feel very privileged that we had the opportunity yeah, to totally. get away. But I feel that especially being in a city and I don't know what it's like to be Um, You know, in the beginning of this lockdown, there was some jokes about being locked in California and being locked in New York City about how, you know, they still had the beach and people in California have like hikes and whatnot. It really is just nature. I don't think whether people realize it or not, nature is very calming and very... um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rejuvenating. Yeah. And even if you can, if you're living in New York city or San Francisco or a, or a like dense city, find a way to, even if it's just a day, get out for the day or a few hours. I mean, or at my birth or on my birthday, we went for that hike. Like there is something just in all of our DNA that nature yeah. is soothing to your soul. And I, yeah. I just, it, it's, it's like when you're literally you're recharging your batteries yeah. and for you to, and for you to realize I keeping that extended like vacay mode on and not working in the car, you able, you were able to come back even more refreshed right. yeah, totally. and, and push through at work yeah. today. And it so. was like really beautiful to like drive you know just yeah. see nature and be out in nature yeah. i mean it was hot but it was great we yeah. also listened to a really interesting podcast on the way down did you find that um did you find that the alan levinovitz podcast on what is natural uh interesting yeah yeah i did i i'm i was very sleepy so <clears throat> i fell asleep in the middle of well, it it was but... a three-hour podcast yeah. which i was like yeah. oh cool half once we finish yeah. this we're halfway through <laughs> the trip yeah yeah i mean it was yeah i found it I found it interesting in that, like, as we were headed out to nature, there's someone that's, like, posing this question of, yeah. like, what is natural? Yeah. And they went deep, dude. They so went so can, deep. So, can you give a little background of... So, yeah. So, this this guy... Oh, I'm playing it now. Mm-hmm. That's not my intention. The This guy, Alan Levitovitz, is a doctor and... Um, he said he was a professor. And associate, prof- associate professor. Wow, associate uh. professor of religion at James Madison University. His latest book, Natural: How Faith in Nature's Goodness Leads to Harmful Fads, Unjust Laws, and Flawed Science, is available now. He was on Joe Rogan's Rogan. podcast. But he basically posed the question, like, "What is natural?" And so they they really kind of dissected like the idea of what is natural food, right? So like perfect example was like, <clears throat> and it was perfect that because we were going out into nature, they're talking about fish. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this idea that all people want their salmon to be pink. Mm-hmm. And because of all the farming that's going on, a lot of the salmon aren't getting the proper like physical activity and nutrients that they would normally get that make them this like bright pink. So a lot of times they use dye because people won't eat white salmon. They're like, what's wrong with this? And, and wasn't it that salmon in nature is naturally not as pink? Right. Yeah. 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 Salmon coming from a specific place, uh, can be super pink when they're like healthy and eating a certain diet. Mm. So like, what they've had to do is like they've had to figure out how to artificially make salmon pink, whether it's through feeding them algae or using dyes, which they actually do. 
And so this whole idea of like, if salmon is natural and it's not pink, is pinks is trying to get the salmon to be pink natural yeah. so that humans will eat it. Yeah. You know, and like they, they covered everything from fish to sexuality to they just went down the full spectrum. I, I found yeah. it super interesting. It was very interesting. Yeah. Posed some really interesting questions. It's like it, it's it's almost like the whole podcast. It was like chicken or the egg. Like, is it natural or yeah. is it unnatural because we've made it that way? Right. And how 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 big of a part do societal norms yeah play in what is natural? Right. So yeah. They, they were ta- they were talking about touchy subjects like abortion. Yeah. And they were you know without uh, I'm not going to state an opinion. Obviously, I'm pro pro choice. Um, but they were talking about like what how a lot of liberal people are very they're all like all pro-choice but then when you start talking about like well how long yeah how far along in the pregnancy are you pro-choice yeah and usually what you'll find is people start dropping off yeah the later term like pregnancies yeah like, keep going and that was a very interesting conversation because yeah. like, you know like what is natural like if it's a couple cells like it was just a fascinating yeah. podcast yeah um <clears throat> but yeah that was really fun to like listen to that i haven't been able to listen to a three-hour podcast in a long time so i was like very happy to like finish one yeah um all in one setting yeah yeah and then we also listened to an interesting fertility podcast and i learned a lot about fertility which i thought was interesting we did yeah. one of yours and one of mine mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i was gonna say something and now my mind went blank um, I was going to say something about the natural, eh, if it's important, it'll come to me, it'll whatever. To um, but I wanted to shift gear, uh, shift gears a little bit because the, you now have gone back to work a little bit more. You're in the office a little bit more. <sighs> you're doing some low key shoots and, um, I'm still very much unemployed. <laughs> yeah. And that's been, that's been tough. Yeah. So, I just wanted to kind of touch on that dynamic of you going to work and, and me not. Um, Cause it has been, it's been more challenging for me, I would say than you. Um, because I'm bored at home by myself. <laughs> um, but I was having an interesting conversation with a friend um, and I was saying, you know, there's at the beginning of the pandemic, we were like, oh, we're going to have all this time to do all the stuff we always wanted to do when we didn't. And I was reflecting on, well, what was I, what was I not doing because I had the excuse of, well, I just don't have enough time. Mm. And am I doing them now that I have time or am I not? And there were some things like, for example, I've wanted to spend more time on my website and my blog, but my excuse was I'm too busy teaching. I just don't have time to sit down and write more. And now I have all the time in the world, but I'm not. And it's kind of helping me reflect on, well, maybe I actually don't want to do that. And I just thought I did because I saw other people doing it or I just thought it really did interest me, but maybe it doesn't. And Or then, you're not taking the time to put your ass in a chair exactly exactly yeah Yeah. so I've been kind of reflecting on that um personally but then also just trying not to get too like sucked into boredom slash loneliness slash uh maybe even depression I'm not exactly sure Mm. um while you're gone at work and I think most people are still working from home. <clears throat> so I just wanted to kind of touch on that dynamic of what it's like to have your partner go back and to quote unquote a little bit more normalcy and the other person not. <laughs> so See, I feel like like if the tables were turned and I couldn't go to work and there was like literally nothing that I could be doing. Um, I can't say that I wouldn't fall into the same pattern that you are. I would definitely want to buy a video game console, <laughs> you know, like yeah. if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm like, Oh fucking video games. Is yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, this is a thing I'm going to do now. <laughs> um, 
But also when we weren't doing anything, I was like way more like, I'm gonna bring the camera home. Like I was like yeah. in that creative space. And then, you know, as things started to pick up, I kind of was doing that less and less. Um, yeah. Only because I have been like kind of doing things, which I don't feel like I got to fully enjoy COVID no, in a way really. that was like, but I mean, like there a were bit. a lot of times where I was just like, I don't need to work. I, I can do this tomorrow. Yeah. I can do that. I, and I would push stuff off, which is fine. Yeah. Totally fine. And I, I had a great, I've had a great pandemic with you so far. I feel, I feel like we've been hanging out like so we much definitely more have. in like a we very, definitely have like healthy and like fun yeah. way and we've had a lot of like really difficult talks during this time and yeah and like I think learned a lot I mean we had a we had a very like deep conversation not that long ago about some things that were going on for me and that I think I feel like it was super healthy yeah and um you were so amazing and and like listening and and helping me through through that i don't know it just like there have been so many pluses to this that you know it's hard to not see some silver lining in all of this i mean the dynamic for me working is i feel bad that you're home by yourself all day yeah like i definitely am like oh man like but if like and it's hard for me also because if the tables were turned i would be totally fine you know what i mean like i don't well i don't know if you can say that because you think you would be totally fine doing because you have been somewhat working this whole time. And I have also been somewhat working this whole time, but a lot less than you. Yeah. And um, and you're almost back to you're almost back to you're going to the office yeah. Monday through Friday. I'm trying to get a back lot, into a, a lot routine. Le- a lot less. But yeah. And I just I don't I don't know if. I know that I have a harder time doing less and slowing down than you do, but I don't know if you would be okay after five months. Yeah, of you're not right. Working. I mean, well, the truth is, I won't know. Yeah, there's no way I could know. But I don't know. It's it's. De- I know that what you're going through is not unique, but also it's unique for everyone. Yeah. So it is hard. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, you're always welcome to come hang out at the office and get I stuff know. done. I know. My mom asked me that today. She was like, well, have you ever thought about just going to the office with Corey and getting That'd stuff done? That'd be so done? awesome. And I said, yeah, I just, I get nervous about being a Yoko. Oh, no. Like, I don't want to. Oh, you're not a Yoko. I don't want to overstep and just always be there in the background. Um, but you could be there in the background and be doing your own thing. And no, I know. And not bother anybody. I know. And that's why I really liked having Ronnie. Um, those who don't follow us on Instagram or didn't see, we got Ronnie back. Um, he got returned from his um, previous owner. Previous owners. Um, so we had him back for a week and a few days. And he got adopted this weekend while we were away. So, um, it, but it was nice having Ronnie because he helped give me a little bit more um, schedule and he gave me a little bit more. Uh, it sounds really dramatic, but like sense of purpose <laughs> is the only way well, I can... Taking care of a living thing will probably do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it just forced... It was just a good way to... Because the cats are fine. You know, the cats are fine if I leave them for hours and hours and I don't have to get up at a certain time. But with Ronnie, it was like, okay, I, I got to get him out of his crate. So I'd take him on a walk yeah. and... Whatnot. And I know that I have the power to do that and blah, blah, blah. But it's, you know, when you have the, I, I'm, I'm also, I'm trying to find the, the sweet moments. Like for example, my sister came over yesterday and she was doing a little bit of work and then, ew, Jude, that was so much drool. Gross. <laughs> um, we were playing dominoes and hanging out and I thought, I think I said this to her as well. Like, I'm so thankful that we get all this time to spend with each other and it's really great not have like we, we play, we played a couple of different games for like two hours. So no, it's great. Yeah. It's, 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 and I'm thankful that I get time with her and, um, but it's just challenging when one person is going 
in the relationship when one person is going back and then one it it feels like you're stepping forward but I can't step forward with you yeah so yeah I mean also you had a tough week last week as well with like yeah job hunting and the dog the dog and yeah. <clears throat> it was it was a rough week last week. I'm glad we got to go away and spend a little bit of time. Yeah, perfect timing. Out of nature. And I also, I f- yet Monday when we got back on Monday yesterday, or sorry, we got back on Sunday and Monday I, I felt like I started to slip back into that kind of negative mindset and really? kind of yeah, like very quickly I was like, oh man, I, I'm already back in this headspace when I wasn't, you know, um, that week, this weekend. So, um, trying to hold on to that feeling. And also, it's just also a good reminder of, I just need to get, I need to get in nature a little bit more. And I just need to do a little bit more things that, that fill me up. So, um, oh, I, I I think I'm going to go to the beach on Thursday with Erica, if you want to come. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally hear you. I just think that we handle being alone totally different. Yeah, I think. Can you hear him purring? I definitely can hear oh, him purring. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah, he's such a sweetheart. Jude is like lounging on all of our equipment right now. Like a little video. Um, but I think the thing that's the thing that's hard right now is that my future is somewhat in sight, and like I can see, you know, like what's happening, and I can see where things are going to be going. And I think for what you're looking to do, there is absolutely zero way forward right now. Like everything is in limbo in your life. And I think that that is like really hard to manage. I can only imagine mentally. You mean like with schools? Like yeah, trying to get a like job, trying to get at, a job at a school yeah. or even, even teaching fitness classes when all the gyms are closed yeah. down. I mean like yeah, it's it's a pretty bleak outlook at the moment. You know, not to say that it won't turn around, but I mean damn, you know, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And there's so many teachers out there that like want to go back to work, but they're like, yo, it's not fucking safe right now. Like it's not safe, you know? But yeah, Yeah. I definitely, I mean, I I hate to hear that you're sad or upset or, you know, obviously anytime, but, um, I, it's, I know that what you're going through is definitely tough and I, and I feel for you, you know, cause I have a group of people I work with that I get along with and I can go and, and get work done and kind of be distracted. Whereas you, it's hard because oftentimes even at your gym, you don't even interact with any of the other coaches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like a very solitary job. Yeah. Kind of sound, which seems weird if you're teaching fitness group classes, you think like, Oh, I spend time with all these people. But like, not really. Like you're not having like in-depth conversations with any of these people. No. During your downtime. So no, yeah, it's gotta be tough. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how, how, you know, how it plays out. And I saw a really nice, um, someone posted, um, and I'm, I'm going to not get this correct, but basically saying like, look how much has changed in six months. The next six months is going to change as well. And we can, we have like, we can change it for the better, basically saying like, try not to focus on the last six months being so hard and, Stop. That's gross. Um, <laughs> I'm biting my nails. Um, yeah, the the change is in our in our future, and let's you know try to embrace we, it. We and it and it's it was also like <clears throat> we don't know what's gonna happen in the next six months, so let's try and stay stay positive. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, that's all we can do because it is yeah. gonna get worse. Everything's gonna get worse. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. We're in a very yeah. shitty time. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. But here we are talking here to each are. other, having conversations. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's also important. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just been really dark. <laughs> yeah. It's been a really dark. Yeah. A really dark time, and it's unfortunate. But like, yeah. even the people that I would like love talking about politics with like but people that I agree with and that we share the same values and we think the same things like we're not even talking about cuz like I think there's just there's so much an enormous amount of like yeah fatigue totally on this presidency and this all of the whole political climate and who's doing yeah. what it's just like it's fucking exhausting like it's impossible to keep up with yeah 
Yeah. And so I think that there we're starting to get this fatigue and then like, and then I find myself like, I can't be, I gotta like be more, I gotta know everything. And yeah. then like, there's just this, and then like anytime I open any apps, I'm like, I don't want to get upset right now. Like I don't want to yeah. be angry and have anxiety. And so there's that. Yeah. And it's just like, so I was so good to get out of town again. Yeah. Like just get the yeah. fuck out of Dodge for a little while. <clears throat> yeah. You know? And with segue, um, we have had a couple of heavier podcasts and we are, it's not like we're stopping and shifting. We're just, and, it, and it's not like we're taking a break, but we wanted, we still want this. I envision this platform and this podcast to be somewhat uplifting for others and a way for others to, find that little escape and even though we're not necessarily talking about it right now in this episode we are continuously doing the work and it's not like we did those three episodes and now we're done talking about it and we're moving on like we are still everyone we're trying to book schedules didn't work out so like we are still actively working on that yeah yeah and we're gonna continue and if anyone has any People that they think would be good for us to talk to, you know, please reach out and give those last episodes a listen and let us know how you feel. We always appreciate um, a share or a like or a review. Um, And we will continue to talk to each other about it, both on the podcast and not, and with guests and and whatnot, because it's an ongoing conversation that we need to be having. Yeah. And... um, we also want to bring you some laughter and whatnot. So yeah. what made you laugh the most this week? Hmm. Middle digit swart. Oh my gosh. Saucin? If you have not seen Middle Ditch and Schwartz. It's on Netflix and it's a one hundred percent improv show. We, may have, we definitely have talked, talked it's about it. So funny. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. I love I love listening to you watch that show. I love so watching that show. <laughs> Those guys are fucking so funny. funny. And I'm so like sad. Cream there's... of the crop. Yes, they're so smart. I would love a reboot of Whose Line Is It Anyway with, with them. them. <gasps> <laughs> uh, I just got a soft nine. <laughs> yeah, you got a soft nine. That's a that's a show reference. You'll have to watch it to understand. Oh my gosh. So they're just so smart and it's just so impressive. I just I love watching people in their element and Be I'm professional. Just, they're so I'm good. so amazed at how they're able to go from character to character and both of them are being all the characters and that they are just so on top of it and their physical comedy, like they're like I, miming. I don't know how else to describe it. Like they're so good. Like and, shutting a door. And like, like sitting, like there's a scene where they're, well, there's a scene where they're in the bathroom stall and one like leans forward and opens the door and you can just visualize it. Yeah, and, it's so good. Oh, it's so funny. The only two things they have are chairs. That's the only two things they have on stage. It's the two of them and two chairs. It's so good. Oh, so good. Yeah, that definitely made me laugh a lot. But what made me laugh more, and we'll, I'll post the video of it, um, because you took it, and I remember when you took the video, I thought, oh man, he hasn't taken a video of me laughing in a long time. I have not laughed this hard in a long time. Mm, I um, get you. Um, you, <laughs> you hit your arm on something on this on this table <laughs> that we're podcasting on. And he, I was playing you, with Ronnie, and you said, "Oh, funny bone," and that. T- Totally I broke you. Got me because I thought you were going to say, oh, fuck, because you were setting it up. And it was just funny that you said, oh, funny bone. And that it surprised me that you didn't say, oh, fuck. Because that's and what I would normally just say. Just the fact that you said, like, who says that? Oh, oh funny, funny bone. bone. And it also reminded me of that video of that young girl playing with, like, an exercise band. And oh. it, like, snaps her and she says, oh, oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that was so funny to me. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. funny bone. Funny bone. Oh, that made me laugh so hard. I, I know that I did something stupid or embarrassing because I wrote it down. Um, have you did, did you any... Have you done Well, my embarrassing thing embarrassing? was like when we were trying to decide where we wanted to go, um, all I cared about was Frisbees. I was like, I just want to throw a Frisbee around. 
oh yeah i'm like of course there's gonna be space for and then like, you're it's like, like you could literally throw a frisbee i was like well i don't know like as long as i can throw a frisbee and, and you were like you could literally throw a frisbee yeah. anywhere i was like oh yeah, yeah you're right you're right yeah. you're right when you're right you're right um Oh, oh, so this is a uh, most embarrassing by proxy. Um, so a friend of mine was, <laughs> was, um, doing some remodeling and painting in her house and she asked her child to help move her bed um, so she could get to the wall and her child was helping her move her bed and some stuff kind of like became clear from shifting her bed, stuff that was under her bed. And <laughs> there were, she had these um, like uh, like Jenga blocks type thing, but they had um, like, they were like, se- they were called like sex stack because uh, they had like sexual uh, like, suggestions for like foreplay and it like kind of like tumbled out oh they were like stacking them under the bed to like make the bed even no no no. it just like uh, imagine like a box Uh it was it it was they were in the box but they kind the box kind of became clear because they were shifting the bed god who is who was this and uh her child saw it and then she like quickly like oh what is this stuff and just kind of like pushed it under the bed and I asked if her child realized what they were, and um, she said, I, I don't think they read it fast enough, but the box said sex stack on oh, it. Oh, God. And I... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I mean, good for them for having one of those. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, yeah, she also was like, I totally forgot they were under there. Obviously, I haven't used them in a while, yeah. but... Um, I just thought that was really that's funny. That's hysterical. Yeah, because I think that's every child's nightmare is like finding your parents like evidence that they're having sex. But yeah, there's something uniquely gross about that. Yeah. Like anytime my parents would be affectionate, I'm just like, oh god. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But, but also, like, my- you want like like as I'm thinking, like you want your parents to be into each other. Like that's super healthy. Mm-hmm. Like it's so weird that the one thing that can gross your kids out the most is the one thing that's like super healthy for a couple. Yeah. You know. Well, I think it's. They realize it subconsciously. Sure. Because if you think about kids, like I have, um, like I have friends that were like, "Oh yeah, my parents are totally into each other. Like they were always showing affection yeah. to each other." Yeah. So, well, you think it's gross then, but you realize it anyway. Totally. Yeah. So that was my most embarrassing oh, by proxy. Embarrassing <laughs> by proxy. I love that. Also made me laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh man, that's really funny. Yeah. Oh, God. Now yeah. I'm embarrassed for them, too. <laughs> I bet the kid caught it. I bet the I kid caught it and is, like, super shy. I definitely, like, my parents used to do embarrassing stuff, like, nothing sexual like that, but I would always, like, let it slide. Yeah. Like, I would always just pretend, like, I never saw. Oh. Kids are so I don't, fucking quick, I don't though. remember getting embarrassed, too. I wasn't really embarrassed that much by my, my parents. But like, I- like, when you say, like, they never embarrassed you? Because my parents embarrassed me plenty. Yeah, I was never, I was never really that embarrassed by my parents and like there was a phase in like middle school, like beginning of high school where they're like, my friends didn't want to like go out in public with their parents and I never felt that way. Mm. Um, Your mom's also God, the I, I hope my kids don't feel that, feel that way about well, me. Well, they I definitely hope. went with me because I'm super cool. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. No, but yeah, I, I think... Your mom's also just like the dopest and was probably like really good at giving you your space. And your dad's also super cool too. Like yeah. both of your parents are Actually, super fucking chill. Now, my parents had, well, my mom had zero chill. Yeah. My uh, dad was cool. My mom's li- probably listening to this right now and laughing or maybe realizing, I'm not sure, one or the other. <laughs> but there were like, sh- my mom doesn't care about her outside appearance that often. Um, Still fashionable. Let's just, let's yeah, just say but your there mom was, doesn't not look good. No, no, no. But there were some times where she was like a little, and she'll she even admit it. She'll she'll like get dressed sometimes. She's like, is this too casual or am I too like grungy? She's comfortable. You but, are very much like your mother. Oh yes, you I, are I, the same the person. Apple does not fall far <laughs> from the tree. I get it. I know where it comes from. But 
there were sometimes like we'd go to like the grocery store or something and she was in a, like a like a wor- workout shirt or like a oversized sure. t-shirt or something where I'd be like, oh, don't wear that. It's embarrassing. And I was never really embarrassed. Yeah, that like, also you're going to the grocery store, yeah. you know, like you could, unless it's like, you know, have you ever seen, do you follow people at Walmart? No, God, no, but I can imagine what It could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Like, there was one where, like, this woman had cut the bottom, like, the taint section off of a men's underwear and was wearing it as a bra. What? Yeah, it was, like, Hanes underwear. Oh, gosh. Speaking of wearing a bra, did you see the video of Chelsea Handler um, working out with her personal trainer? She had it in, like, her backyard. She had a mask on her face, and then she made a bra out of, masks <laughs> i love that she's she's amazing yeah um yeah no i don't remember that but i mean like I, oh man my parents embarrass me plenty plenty yeah yeah i, I won't really. go into it yeah don't really remember for me it was yeah. just like i always wanted my dad to be like the cool dad <laughs> and you know my dad he's just like a regular dude he's like a dad's dad you know he's like a <clears throat> Like a really good dad. He just wasn't yeah. the best at like like interacting with the other parents. So it was always just like me and him and like, you know, I would go socialize. And, yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah, embarrassment through proxy is great. But your parents are so cool. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's, it makes it gives me hope that you'll like be not an embarrassing mom. But no matter what, we're going to embarrass the kids. Yeah, it's just inevitable. I also have seen like videos where dads intentionally try to embarrass their kids, and I fucking love Oh, that. I will definitely do I that. Love I mean, that. there are definitely some times where, you know, I'm getting out of the car, my mom's dropping me off at school, and she like yells something on purpose to embarrass me. Oh, yeah, me, really? You know? Did yeah. she do that? Yeah, she would like make Don't good choices. <laughs> or like she she'll 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 give me these little like love like little like taps on my butt and um she would do that like she still does that to me today i'm like mom we're in public stop doing that your mom is the best (laughs) dude my i mean i'll do a throwback embarrassing moment we've definitely mentioned this on the podcast is when you told me baby go pee pee in front of someone i hadn't (laughs) seen in like 20 years oh god that was i did you see me die inside when you said that? I don't really remember it being that big of a deal because oh my in the God, moment, I was so embarrassed. because in the moment I didn't. That's why I think it was so funny about it because in the moment I didn't really think. I didn't really real. I didn't realize what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, go pee pee. Okay. Okay. Uh, bye. Oh man. Oh dude. I. I. I'm cring. I'm internally cringing thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can only imagine what their conversation was after our interaction with them. <laughs> they were like, dude, did, he, did she just tell him to go to the bathroom? Oh, that boy is Okay, what? if you, I'll very quickly, if you haven't heard us say it on the podcast before, there was this time where we were joking, jokingly saying pee-pee and poo-poo a lot because... Because <laughs> of Will Ferrell's, Will Ferrell's SNL audition. Yeah. So there was, we went, we were at the show and... Chicago. You just kept saying, oh my God, I have to go to the bathroom, I have to go to the bathroom. so bad. And we, I don't remember what we were doing and I was like, dude, just go to the bathroom. And we were like, I'll just wait, I'll we, just wait. It was intermission and we ran into someone I haven't seen in but like 10 years. But before that, you had mentioned multiple times that you had to go to the bathroom. No, I know that. And then we ran into these people and I was like talking, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I thought, oh gosh, I'm being such a jerk. I'm keeping him from going to the bathroom. And so then I turned to you and I was like, oh, baby, go pee pee. No, you were, no. In my mind, you were like, oh my gosh, baby, go pee pee. No. That's what it was in, in my mind. In your mind, yeah. In my mind. But it in was, reality, was it was like, like, oh my God, baby, go pee pee. And, and then, then I was like, like I actually can't because I just had a stroke and I'm dead. <laughs> and I died of embarrassment. That's how, that's how I went out. Uh, well, no. I'll do that to our kids. Then. Oh, for sure. In public sure. places. Baby, go pee-pee. <laughs> Don't forget to wash your hands. Anywho. Well. It's really good to be you and me. Yeah. We've had some really, really powerful and profound podcasts. And yeah. I'm so grateful for Lev and for Tony Forrest and for Tony Pete Tillman and, and for Pete, Pete and Nathan. Nathan. We've really had a really great string of podcasts. Um over the over the course of the last month and we yeah. know a lot of like really great movers and shakers that are in the movement and people who are living um 
in communities that are marginalized. And yeah. uh, I could not be more grateful to be a part of that and to be supportive of that. Um, also, just to uh, you know, throw this out there, we are um, members of the uh, monthly or yeah, monthly donors to the ACLU. They could definitely use your uh, monthly donations if you can. Any donation, um, the American Civil Liberties Union is doing a lot of work around Black Lives Matter and protecting those people who are protesting. Um, they're a wonderful organization. Um, so donate if you can. Um, other than that, uh, I hope that everyone is staying safe and healthy and that, um, you know, this brought you a little bit of joy in your life because things are pretty dark. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. And it's okay to, to, to take a break. You know, you, we've take said this break. before, <laughs> put your mask on first, oxygen yeah. mask, um, before you help others. And don't I've been caught feeling myself feeling guilty for you know not watching all the documentaries or not listening to all the podcasts or not reading all the books but it's okay to do what you need for your mental health so that you can recharge refuel and you know and and come back stronger and every break is going to look different for everyone. I mean, sometimes it's just like, I need to watch an episode of Queer Eye tonight instead of something heavy. Um, Or I, you know, I'm going to listen to a fluff podcast. It's a marathon. It's It's not a sprint. Exactly. Yeah. So I, it's, it's easy to get into that guilt trap. I've done it myself, Mm. but it's, it's okay. We're not here. You know, we're, we're continuously putting our foot on the gas and, um, yeah. yeah. It's okay if you let up a little bit. Just don't take your foot off the gas Absolutely. pedal. Absolutely. I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> I always enjoy these uh, little one-on-ones we get to do. Same. They're really special. Same. Um, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Yes. And if, as a reminder, baby go pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm stealing conversation, it's about to go down I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town I'm E.T., you can phone me, girl, you know me Only wanna hear a different tone I know somewhere quiet we can go